Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Mm -hmm. Smile, look at the camera. <laughs> Welcome to Cannabis Legalization News, where every like gets someone in need a joint. And uh, today we have a wonderful, wonderful episode of Legalization News. But we're going to lead it off with um, what's going on in Seattle, Miggy. Well, right now, uh, Hemp Fest is being oppressed. It's, uh, Who's doing that? Who's oppressing the Hemp Fest thing you're talking about? So a couple of years back, Expedia purchased some uh, property uh, that's along... Uh, First off, let me explain. Hempfest occurs on a mile and a half stretch along the waterfront. It's the most gorgeous, longest freaking thing you can see. A mile and a is half. That, is that on the Puget Sound? Is, is that the waterfront? It's right off the Puget Sound, uh, right downtown it's Seattle. Not, it's not pronounced Puget? No, or Puget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, Expedia, who owns uh, TravelGo, you know, the big travel company, uh, they... Uh, are not allowing Hempfest access to some of the um, uh, like roads and parking lot access. So this festival is so big. The, the, usually, how they do it is uh, one people come in one side and then they'll drive out the other side, which helps with the flow. It helps with the flow of traffic in the goddamn city. You know, it's already a disruption when you have two hundred thousand people show up for three days. So uh, you know, the flow of traffic for vendors and whatnot is huge. And Expedia presently is not allowing Hempfest. They've been using this space for over 20 years. That, that's, you know, that's, that's terrible. That is just terrible. That, that Expedia, a travel company, a company that people who are going to go to Hempfest are going to probably rely on to like get there, doesn't understand that it's important to support why people are actually going there. Yeah, and to top it off, if this was Oktoberfest, they'd probably have a banner in the back. You know what I mean? They would, they would, they would graciously let you use their space. It would be a sponsor. They would be a sponsor, sir. Yeah, I, I just, you know, it's it's too many uh, idiocracies that are going on with the situation. Um, I mean, and, and, and you know, Hempfest, we're in a legal state. We're a recreational legal state where the majority of the citizens say it's okay. That's right. That's right. And you know what? I tell you, I, I actually just feel terrible about all this. So terrible you need to come out this October 14th, 15th, and 16th. Uh, and you know what? I actually am. I'm coming to Seattle. I'm going to go to Hempfest. And it gets worse, folks. Uh, but 
you're going to need to subscribe if you want to tune in. And some of the big legalization news for cannabis for us, for as a channel, is this is like our sixth month of doing these uh, legalization news uh, broadcasts like this. And at six months, we grew 400% and we just passed 1,000 subscribers. And you could be next. We need like party poppers. Oh, dude, you still haven't even gotten the hook yet. I still feel so bad about like this uh, article that you wrote on uh, Expedia because I had to book my flight like a month ago, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> let me just share my screen real quick. Let me just, let me just, uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, so, so uh, here, here was what we were just talking about, how Expedia can get lost. Uh, here is my flight purchase confirmation, unfortunately, from Expedia. And so, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting to Seattle, uh, you know, kind of, I guess I land, I don't know when I land, it'll, it'll be, it'll be later, but uh, shit. But, I yeah, you <laughs> but you know, in this day and age, the other problem is these companies, they start off small, right? I mean, you know, small Expedia, some nerd made a fucking website and then he made a lot of money and then he started buying all the other travel search engines, you know, the meta search engines. So how do you, how do you say, no, I don't want to fucking support? Because they're called now, and doing my research, it's now called Expedia Group. So I don't know, man. Like, I was I was looking for flights, and I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, trying to waste money on flights. And the, the, the flights from Chicago to Seattle, they were all over the place. And so I, I booked a reasonable price that was a direct flight because, you know, I don't want to be transferred into, like, Minnesota or something. And uh, what did it route me through, and who had the best price? Expedia. Yeah. <laughs> which you know i just i was you know their, their algorithm or whatever they're using like four or five different little fuckers to help them pump through you know so yeah so it's not even fair but then at the same time that's what i used and if i would have known about this because i booked my flight you have to book your flight so far in advance before they start ramping up the prices you know yeah well especially during a like a festival time or a holiday time uh, you know, I can tell you right now, the, the hotel prices go up right away during the Seattle Hempfest, especially when for the- Do, do you know who I booked with uh, for, for the hotel? Did you get the Winston House? No, no, I didn't get that. We didn't get, the, and he's he's getting out of the biz, so he's not going to be doing the um, the cannabis-friendly room very much longer. I, uh, I also uh, used Expedia. It's terrible. And they, it came down to self-interest. I'm like, what's the closest hotel to where the Hempfest is? It's right there. Okay, cool. I can walk. Okay. Well, where did you get up staying? I have absolutely no idea. It's it's a hotel. I I will look it up. Uh, but I'm I'm in, and I did book the the VIP pass for Hempfest. Nice, nice. That's where it's at. Uh, two words of note: it is uh, in Seattle, in the uh, the what do you call it? The state or city law rule of thumb or law, whatever. The hotels are allowed to have discretionary prices consumed. They're usually municipal ordinances when they're at the city level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean. To me, it's about the size of the jail I go to. <laughs> so whether I, uh, <laughs> whether I have a drunk incident in town or violate 100 pounds across state lines. But um, in, in Seattle, though, it's a hotel discretion for uh, uh, whether you can consume in the hotel. Like, no I'm shit. I'm pretty sure I'll have enough after the hemp fest that I, do, I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I will find out. Uh, uh, but now... That's one of the cool things that we get to do. We actually can live feed uh, from HempFest. So I'm not sure if you're free next next Friday, which would be, I think, the 15th or the 16th. If you're going to come out, we can actually do a live feed from there. Oh, no, I'll be there all three days at a prisoner booth raising money for your uh, guys locked up. 
or just awesome. we can do a show from there because like now that we've passed a thousand subscribers on YouTube, uh, we're able to do live feeds from our mobiles again. So then we just have to kind of like rig up uh, a Wi-Fi signal so that we can have a decent connectivity, and then we can go live and broadcast from Hempfest. Yeah, and this booth is gonna be extra special this year. We have uh, several people coming out that uh, um, we're working with uh, Freedom Grow, uh, who's a big organization. That was started by uh, Dr. Dina and uh, Stephanie Lambda. Uh, Dr. Dina is also known as uh, Snoop Dogg's drug dealer. Or um, the, the dog woman. doesn't have a drug dealer. He's got a botanist. Yeah. Or um, uh, she's the woman that inspired weeds. The show. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a good. That's been off the air for a while now. I can't even remember the name of the the lady that was the star in it. But it, it was a great show. I used to watch it all the time on Showtime, like in two thousand eight or so. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a crazy story. So yeah, she'll be there at the booth too. So it'd be great to have uh, you know, getting uh, um, you know, we can introduce them to our our audience. You know. Yeah, uh, a whole bunch of, oh my gosh, you know what else was happening in cannabis legalization news this past week? Huh. Big news. Terpenes Magazine came. Oh, shit. Yeah, Terpenes and Testing Magazine, everybody. Uh, if, you, if you're not a subscriber, that's too bad for you. It's, uh, it's weed porn for uber nerds. And so, like, it has footnotes, and it'll go over, like, all the genomics and the sequencing. So, like, you're getting not just past the, the terpenes, which, of course, we're, like, cutting edge for most people. But then it's also the testing. And, and then, the oh, it's just, it's fantastic. So when we're looking for, in the future, guests to come on, I'll just read the terpenes magazine. And then I can uh, contact them and say, like, you got to come on and tell us about that article that you did, which was just mind-blowing. And then the magazine gets more mind-blowing. It's actually two magazines. Uh, on the back, it, it's kind of like Mad Magazine that used to would have like you know on the or, or comic yeah. book it used to have like two comics on the back. You know what I'm saying? Flip it over, yeah, you get the other one. Yeah, but the other one is uh, Extraction Magazine. So it goes over, you know. Let's let's look at the the blurbs that are trying to get you to like you know pick it up. Managing consistency and safety of cannabis vapor products: the fundamentals of ethanol extraction. I'm reading that. I am reading that. What? Dude, I mean that that is good nerd, uh, nerd porn. I mean, straight up, uh, it's good stuff. We got a comment in uh, YouTube. Uh, Vincent Demano uh, wants us to promote the record laws for Florida. And I just shared an article. It looks like cool. they have stuff on the ballot for 2020. Is uh, hey, does he know that? Do they have to do that super majority thing like they did for medical, where they're going to have to get 60 percent of the vo the vote? You know, I I don't know. I believe so. Kind of like with Arizona, because Arizona had, I think. The first time for recreational, 51%, they needed to get 55, which blows my mind still. I, I thought the moral majority won in our I can't believe you guys get to bypass the legislative branch and just go straight to the people. I thought this was supposed to be a republic, gosh darn it. What is this insane thing about rights and laws and choices? Well, I don't know, man. If Florida puts it on the ballot in 2020, think about that. Because isn't that when now all the prisoners are going to be able, like the, the former felons that have been locked off the rolls, there was approximately 1 million of them. If they're now able to actually vote in 2020, and all these other presidential candidates are putting marijuana legalization, cannabis legalization on the ballot, uh, kind of on the ballot, like on the platform, at least for the Democratic uh, Party, and I'm sure that Trump might counter him if it gets continued to be extremely popular. But, um, man, after I get Illinois open in 2020, uh, I'm going to have to open that Tampa office real quick. And uh, we're going to have to start helping some people get their licenses down in the state of Florida. And Florida has this wonderful proximity to Peoria, Illinois. It is a two-hour flight to Tampa. It's fantastic. Right. But, you know, we can't talk about legalization without talking about what New York just did. 
Oh, crap. What did they do now? Oh, you didn't know. I've, I've been kind of busy. I, I, I give a lot of consults and then I'm just deconstructing as many applications as I can get my hands on to compile what I'm calling the good app. Oh, no, I, I get you. I mean, you're actually making money at this and I just I just nerd out at this. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, come on. Let's let's push it to 10,000 subs and we'll get you uh, an endorsement deal for your T-shirt. And Like somebody oh. uh, could sponsor each episode for like $300, send you a T-shirt. And like, Well, that's the other thing. Like uh, with the SEO stuff that we know and all these people that are actually in the um, the industry that are you know promoting their businesses, they can come on the show. And we can make an SEO optimized page for them. And it would also be like an entire hour of them on YouTube getting out to our subscribers so that people will know of them. And then Google, when they actually Google our stuff, it'll come up. I mean, that's one of the nice things about teaching yourself SEO. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and I really, I, I'm not butthurt about any of the shit. I just think it's funny because um, I always joke, like, especially at Hempfest, because I volunteer so much. And then I end up in a lot of pictures and hanging out with a lot of people that I get a T-shirt that says space for rent right here. And then hopefully just get dollar bills thrown at me like I'm a stripper. So uh, one day. How's, how's that going for you? Yeah, it hasn't yet. So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to think, though, uh, if you had a, the, the stripper body and the same shirt, you might have gotten a different result. Yeah, my tits are almost big enough. Um, but with uh, New York, they decriminalized it. Oh, that's good. I mean, like the criminalization. I'm kind of surprised that they already hadn't decriminalized. I know that like Illinois still like right now has three eighths of an ounce, which is almost a half O decriminalized already. That's not bad, but uh, sure. That's, that's a step in the right direction. Well, you know, Como got a lot of pushback because he wanted to do full legalization, but uh, I imagine because of lobbyists and whatnot, that that's not everybody got their beaks wet. That's the problem. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, you, you want the legalization? You got it. Yeah. It's right. There's not social justice. We got we got to have the uh, the the packaging. You got to pay off the alderman. I mean, think about it. we got we got packaging lobbyists. You got um, C to sell lobbyists with your software. I mean, it's no you longer got, you got all sorts of lobbyists. I mean, then you yeah. have security lobbyists, and then you have like well, I'm not sure if Design Build has lobbyists, but uh, I'm. What about like Intour Grows? What do you have like lighting lobbyists that come in? It's like no, no, we don't we don't want to allow any nurseries or uh, not nurseries because nurseries are, could just be where you grow the small plant. But the, we don't want to allow any outdoor uh, cultivation, even in hoop houses or nurseries, because that's going to bring down my profits. I can't sell as many lights if you can go outside and grow the plant. You know what? If America could tax fucking oxygen, I think we would. But I I, I don't think that the the lighting lobbyists will be ever be a thing. But you know, yeah, but we actually might have a guy on next week that's going to help us with lighting. And I've given him a project and the project is pretty cool. Uh, here's the square footage of a craft grow. Here's your lighting that you're offering. Do some math and tell me some output volume that you're going to get from that flowering space with your lights. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, too. I mean, I went to a grow last week and uh, or not last week, last month, and they were using LED lights. And I remember when LED light technology was uh, not up to par. Yeah, they still kind of had that rumor. And I believe, and I don't want to, I, I would have to confirm this, but his, he may be an LED light guy. But I thought the LED lights, unlike the, S, the sodium diode or whatever it is, light, again, this is the problem with growing the flower indoors. Uh, it's, and it's so, it's just difficult to get on the job experience that's really practical, to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just not there. Well, in the LED thing, I mean, it's already passed that all the issues now because it is hitting all the spectrums. It is doing all the things that regular lighting does without the the energy draw, you know. 
Um, mm. you know, but again, I think you know your outside grow is still always going to be the best option <clears throat> for your purists. You know, that's yeah. But that that was again one of the things on on uh, Terpenes magazine this month was reducing the carbon footprint of cannabis cultivation. That's that's where the the real jack is because if you got to get that cost per gram down. Hey, what do you know about uh, Virginia law? We got a question about Virginia. It's probably for lovers. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at my quick little Google search here, and uh, they got a slew of bills during 2018-19 that I made to the General Assembly, which took effect on July 1st. So there is a framework of, I guess, medical, I would assume. I'm going to post well, a comment. Good. I'm glad that they're getting medical. One of the things, though, with tobacco country, and I include Virginia in that, uh, is the proliferation of hemp is giving people a lot more exposure to cannabis. And hopefully from that, you know, uh, you get more of the medical states. I'm not sure how crazy those medical states will get in the cultivation side of the cannabis, uh, for example, like Oklahoma. But that's going to be really interesting to see the stripe of, uh, you know, that rebel or whatever. I don't know. It's it, I, I know very little about Virginia cannabis laws, but if it's like every other medical cannabis law, it's very similar to the cannabis law that the states before it passed. And then they put their little spin on it, but Illinois is like the most restrictive. So, well, Virginia, yeah. I believe also Virginia is they're combating the the, the tobacco industry's uh, hurt. You know the. Um, you so know, they the, have need for like yeah because if they're also seeing the benefit that hemp flour is bringing to their farmers and they have the desire to grow their economy, why wouldn't they allow that? Because you know people in Virginia are buying weed. Oh God! Well, I used to live in the. Uh, Buy it illegally, and it's like cash. It's all cash. You're not going to be able to tax it. You're not going to be able to track it. You're not going to be able to, uh, you know, manage its purity levels. Well, speaking back uh, to the all cash situation, which is really um, what makes the industry unsafe. Uh, I like how the uh, my my I, I just got the uh, the thumbnail for this uh, sent to me. Uh, and it hit my Apple Watch, so that's that's great. As soon as we're off the feed, I could put up the thumbnail. Oh, oh God, Jesus Christ! Did we smile enough? I I think we did fine. I think we did fine. We'll see on that. You know, that's and I really want to thank our uh, our thumbnail guy for helping us get to a thousand subscribers. That really helps. So your thumbnails are quite important in um, in uh, YouTube because it, your thumbnail can be boring or it can be exciting. And then d depending on whether or not that's a thing, you're going to click, you're not going to click, you know? Well, yeah, and it helps build your audience as far as like, hey, look at the big brown guy and the big white guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If people identify yeah. that this is it. Two guys yeah. shooting the shit, you know? Yeah. Talking about cannabis legalization, and let's, let's go to the next uh, slide in our uh, legalization list for the week. Another huge news, of course, is cannabis giant Cresco Labs looks to expand and rebrand as Sunnyside. And Sunnyside appears to be, oh gosh, like you know how cannabis is is like CBD is blended into that whole wellness trend and how healthy it is and how good it is for you and wholesome. And like, you know, it's gonna not only be like a vegan juice cleanse, but you're also gonna do yoga and then have a turmeric uh, you know, smoothie. And after that, you're gonna have your Sunnyside Cresco mini joints. Hey, I have to step away for a second because I am at work and I am needed right now. It may be like five, ten minutes, but uh, I'm gonna post an article in here into the uh, YouTube comments. And uh, let me tell you something: uh, CBN is being identified as the next component. You know, how we talked about last week about CBG or CBDs. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, throw me that uh, link. Just text it to me real quick, or if you can, or something, because then I can. I'm not sure where the comments are, to be honest. I don't know. You know what I will do? I will put it in the Facebook on our on the on the, uh, on the page. Sure. Which page? Uh, uh, the Legalization uh, News of the Adult Use. Yeah. Uh, okay. I. Uh, so let me also do Google that. What 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 did you say? It was the CBN is the new one that's coming up. Yeah. C B N. Is that the one that that happens if it's just denaturing, or is that? Yeah, it might be. I'm not sure. Well, you know the thing is, there's so many ways to get the components of extraction. Here, I'm actually I'm going to post it and I'm going to send it to you in uh, Facebook Messenger. <laughs> oh, that'll actually work really well. There we go, buddy. All right, I'll be back yeah. in like ten minutes, man. I'll fill time. I just heard it. I, I I just got a Facebook Messenger. Sweet. All right. Well, the thing about that is I cannot access Facebook Messenger because I'm also live on Facebook. This brings up a wonderful thing. Thank you for welcoming uh, minute 24 of this. Uh, we usually do this, and this is not just going to affect our channel. This is going to affect a lot of channels. Tomorrow is August 1st, and this, this Hangout on the air will be dead in the sense that we're no longer allowed to use Google Hangouts on the air. Uh, Bubble Man is another one that I've seen that uses this really, really well. Uh, might, might have to try to get him on the show, but he's got hundreds of thousands of subs. Anyway, um, the thing about it is it's great because I'm able to use this podcast and uh, do a, because I'm in Illinois, Miggy's in uh, Seattle. And last week we had an accountant uh, well, from uh, Green Growth Industries, Jim, he's not an accountant, but still uh, from LA and we're able to have a seamless conversation. Uh, unfortunately, this is going away and they don't really have uh, a replacement for it yet. But there is a streaming service that's out there. And when I'm trying to stream also on Facebook, it just doesn't have very good use because you can only see half of it. And uh, so now we can have this new streaming service called like Streamwise or something like that, where we'll still be able to do the show. And then I have to rip the show and I strip it and I post it as a, uh, a podcast itself, which again, as, as uh, application season really starts to bear down on us, the uh, the assistant will be helping me uh, greatly with that. So let's uh, turn now to the thing that is most important: more news. Uh, so it's it's CBN. Now I thought CBN was the one. Oh my gosh, I do love cannabis. This is one of the things that's a nice design. Uh, you have this little pop up here come in, and then you're actually complying with the Can Spam Act. Yeah, I want to get on my email list. You just can give me a call, and then we'll uh, we'll sign you up for it. So this is CBN, and I thought CBN was the one that makes you really, really sleepy. And if you have a uh, antibacterial rodent, I thought the CBN was the one that uh, I don't know about anti-inflammatory. Oh, that's right. Often praised as super sedative. I thought the CBN was the couch lock one myself, and it also had to do with if THC is denatured into CBD. Uh, and let's let's kind of Google that. That might not necessarily be a thing, but I thought that's how CBN arose. CBN THC degrade. What degrades THC and other cannabinoids? Stability properties. Oh, I should have gone to the other one. Should have gone to the other one. Cannabis freshness. That's very, very important. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit stop on that and and continue to fill time. Uh, so that's that's one way that you can continue to look into it. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the news. Uh, the other stuff is when I'm doing these, I have the, the Google alerts. So sign up for Google alerts. They will uh, fire off on a daily basis and then you can stay on top of it. Uh, or you can tune in here and, and subscribe, which is which is fun. Now, the thing that I've really been working on is uh, more crap because I get weird 
shit emailed to me or just mailed to me now. Um, I got this thing mailed to me for no real explanation. It just, just comes in the mail. <clears throat> Filled with all their flyers. Look at this. This is a, that's a, that's a doodad right there. That's what that is. And the thing with that is that uh, evidently, why would you just, oh, it's got little stickies. That's nice. That's nice. I'm glad they put stickies on there. And so they just, uh, they just mailed this to me. October 14th through the 16th, uh, Cannabis Summit. Presented by Canna One. Started looking up more for a second. One on. Hey, hey, guess, guess who joined us again? I'm Maybe, back. Uh, Maybe, did you did you did you solve all the world's ills? I yeah, everything's correct now. We're good to go. So uh, Trump's no longer president. <laughs> Man, you got to go back to work more often. Did you see that train wreck? It's they aren't train wrecks. They're train wrecks of the Democratic debate last night. No, I'm waiting for like the World Series portion of it. Is that where it's down to like six candidates as opposed to 60? Yeah, this is too much fucking crap for me to follow. Just down. wait. Just wait. Think about the presidential election of 2046 when there is like 90 people running for president because by then everybody thinks they can be president. Well, it's just amazing how we've diverted. I mean, <clears throat> our technology and everything evolves, but yet our politics stay stagnant until like the 1800s of like ponies and shit. <laughs> you know, people. We're just, but that's the nice thing about technology. Like you do the work once, and then it kind of like accumulates. But the humans that are operating it still are the same darn humans. Hey, man, with your CBN thing that you said that was going to be all hot, uh, and then you did actually text it to me, and then I, I I did a small explanation about how we actually have to switch formats because they're shutting down uh, Google Hangouts like this. Yeah. Uh, so now I have to go to a different Facebook browser to pull that up, but. Tell the people about uh, what the CBN thing was, because I was just guessing. Well, I, you know, it's just something I saw this morning, and it's really CBN is just another component of uh, uh, of uh, cannabis that right. Another, another another I'm on the screen yeah. Because CBG is another one that I know is a, a good component as well. Uh, CBG, I thought, was the one that you wanted to use if you had, I don't know, I can't remember that one, but it's... Um, who knows? I know THCV is supposed to make you not be hungry and other weird stuff. Well, the CBD does that. That counters your uh, your high too. Your 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 paranoid high. So for CBN, it's very antibacterial, neuroprotectant, am appetite stimulant, glaucoma. So pretty much all the things that fight the cancer, the effects of uh, cancer. Treatment. I thought though, I thought CBN because like, what does THC degrade into? That that's the delta nine. Is no, that the one? But after the Delta, after the Delta nine, when, when it degrades further, I thought if you like, cause like when you're decarboxylating cannabis, there's a sweet spot where you can decarboxylate it and you're gonna get like the, the best concentration of Delta nine THC. But if you continue to like cook your weed, it will go past its prime and then you're gonna get uh, you know a fuzzier. And I thought that's where you got more CBN as the THC degrades into the CBN. And then if you've roasted your weed too much, you're going to have like a really, really heavy sedative uh, body high. Is that is that wrong? I No, I don't think you're wrong on that because I believe that's kind of the, the mystery and problem, the issue with cannabis, right? Because like you have this plant that starts off green and fluffy. You let it dry out and then it becomes one thing. Then you smoke it, you apply fire, fire to it. And then that, when it hits our lungs, becomes another thing. And then that resin that's in the freaking pipe turned into something else. 
Because that's well, really because there's 113 flipping cannabinoids and they're all fairly interrelated. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason for the entourage effect. Or uh, I, I heard a new one. Uh, which, uh, besides entourage effect, they're trying to say something else now, which I think entourage is from Sunnyside with Cresco Labs, and you're supposed to have it only over porridge, and it's just a very holistic way, and it's totally woke. Only while you're taking a yoga. Um, Every sure. buzzword for health and wellness you can give. <laughs> so, so results, my friends. We need um, to operate here. What was that? I said, I said quarterly results, my friends, and then I pounded the table, and then I said, we need to operate here. Oh, you know, it's just uh, the profit margin in uh, cannabis. <clears throat> ISL, we're uh, we're actually. I mean, with the hemp thing, that's really, you know, the market's going to be saturated, and then it's going to die down a bit because, you know, as we learned with that conversation of Veedworks, the when you have a garden, a grow, uh, a farm. You have to set off to decide, am I going to be a uh, uh, cannabinoid uh, product or am I going to be concrete? <laughs> you know, I, I think when it, when the hemp yeah, man, that's something else, it's something else. The other thing that's just been annoying. Do you know what I did over the weekend? Huh? I moved into a closet in Chicago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, because huh. I'm, I'm a country bumpkin that's downstate. And uh, like because I rank so highly for cannabis lawyer or for like craft grow or for like social equity or for even dispensary application or anything like that or cannabis lawyer. I mean, that's that's a, a lot of my web traffic uh, in the state. Like, you know, Chicago is not an unsubstantial amount of the population of Illinois. Yeah. Why don't you just get a spiky apartment and then charge that? Why you like, no, no, no. You just don't understand how I do business. Uh, I live in a very small house. It's called Student Loan House. The payment on the house is approximately 60% of the payment on the apartment in Chicago, which, by the way, is smaller than this office. I mean, like, it's so small, I can barely turn around. And then I have to sleep like a horse. You know how a horse sleeps? They got these uh, these things here in Seattle because our pricing is so outrageous called pot apartments. Oh, it's not that bad, but it is pretty bad. Oh, my God. No, it's, it's, it's city life is expensive no matter where you go, man. Well, that's that's true, but then I literally have to have two prices. I have to have Chicago prices and downstate prices simply because they are two different beasts. So, did you hear about your guys' little uh, controversy where the spouse of Illinois' pot bill sponsor takes job in cannabis industry? I heard that one out, but I didn't see it because I'm like, wife. I thought, but then you know, I'm not saying that women are married to men. So, like, you know, men marry to women. That's that's no longer the case. But then, uh, which wife was it? Was it Bob Morgan's? Uh, Candace Gingrich will serve as vice president. Well, head. I don't remember a Gingrich sponsor. Uh, let's see. State rep Kelly Cassidy. Kelly Cassidy. Okay. Okay. It was Kelly Cassidy's wife. Kelly Cassidy was then, you know, she really spearheaded this thing. Okay. So, I mean, who's to say that improprieties, I mean, it's kind of hard when people are, are spearheading or the forefront of something and their surrounding people are going to be part of that no matter what. So you'd I imagine. Mean, You'd imagine, like, for example, Barney Frank. You remember him? Oh, yeah. Barney Frank, him and his husband, they would smoke a lot of weed. And he was always one of the sponsors of the cannabis legalization or liberalization laws. You know, he's been out for, gosh, how long has Barney Frank not been in uh, Congress? Oh, years, man. It's been, I mean, he got smart and tried to take care well, of his. Oh, hopefully he owns a couple of dispensaries over in Massachusetts by now. Oh, I'm, I'd imagine he'd definitely have to be involved in the industry somehow. 
Uh, you know, yeah, somebody's surprised if he's not. Let's, let's see what Marty Frank's up to these days. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you hear about the bullshit in Kansas? Uh, okay. When you say bullshit in Kansas, you really got to narrow it down simply because there's just so much bullshit that goes on in the state of Kansas. Uh, yeah. Maybe one of their chief exports. That's, and I think you're right. I mean, Kansas has been a continuing issue for years with cannabis, mostly with the CPS Avenue of things. Uh, uh, for years, people have been harassed by, uh, and, and, and they don't call it CPS in, in uh, Kansas. I think it's like DHS or something, but it's some the, the services that can take your kids away. Um, oh, DCFS, the Division of Child Support Services or something like that. Child Protective Services, maybe. Yeah, so this horrendous uh, issue that happened uh, two weeks ago, I was actually camping when I when I had no internet, and um, I was tagged in the messages. I just posted an article that was on Freedom Leaf, but um, so this gentleman, uh, well, first they come to their house and say, hey, uh, we have issues of uh, an argument. We heard complaints, and you know the people there are saying we weren't arguing or whatever. But while they were there, they had uh, they saw paraphernalia, you know, so that became their reasonable for you know, uh, searching the premises. Probable cause. Probable cause, yeah. And they found uh, uh, 293 grams, which, you know. Less than a pound. Ounce. Yeah, I mean, Wait. really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's like eight ounces, but it's, it's, it's like 454 grams a pound, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not life-threatening amount where that kind of still being used for like cookies and cakes. I mean, that still can be concentrated. It's not a lot when you consider the uses for it. Yeah, I mean, we're going to turn that into a live rosin. That's like, you know, it's not that much. I mean, you have to basically yeah. just strip out like eight, 70% of the weight. Yeah, so this guy, um, they take the husband in, and, um, you know, the man had health problems kind of going in. He was a bigger man. But, again, not, you know, when you're when you're an unhealthy person like me, you know, I, I know my limits. Like uh, You're you unhealthy. Know, I, like, I like steak beer, but I'm not going to run a mile and a half anytime soon. You know, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not big on any running, to be honest. I'm not big on hills. So I'm just saying like, my, my body's slowly atrophying as I get older. But so this gentleman obviously was a bigger person who's living fine until he got arrested. And then he died behind bars um, in, in the Kansas City custody. Eureka, How Kansas. long was he in custody? Of 24 hours. I believe it was uh, uh, an overnight uh, situation here. I'm yeah, that, that really here. helped. That really saved a whole bunch of people. But that's why cannabis prohibition. I don't, I'm not. I'm not like overly optimistic about it just dropping off the face of the earth in the next three years. But things really do tend to speed up once you get toward the end. And so maybe, but it's you're changing a prejudice that's been long held and entrenched through state sanction of criminal brand. It just doesn't end, you know. Well, that's what I mean, uh, prohibition has allowed for bad policing. You know, uh, recently, uh, you know, this whole uh, Republican, alt-right, whatever the, the whatever that side you want to call it, you know, this big conservative fucking... Loses. Loses. Yeah, or, or conservative, as how they say, you know, but these people who, who claim, like, conservatism, and then they cry, like, uh, well, the police aren't respected, or, you know, the law is not being respected. Well, that's because, you know, the drug war has allowed so much uh, violence uh, violations of our rights in our in our citizenry that uh, you know we don't have that expectation of uh, of good you know uh, community practices whatnot you know I, as soon as I leave the the border of uh, Washington State my ass puckers and I start 
feeling like I'm a fugitive. Wait a minute. What if you go to Oregon? Oh, yeah, that's your story. Oregon's good. No, no, but like, no, no, no. <laughs> Eastern ways. If I go Eastern wise, because I have to go through Idaho. Idaho. Fucking Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. You know, well, I'll be I'll be taking my son to Minnesota here for college soon, and uh, uh, going to Minnesota. Uh, he's going to Saint Olaf. It's a uh, artsy fartsy school. Oh, uh, that's good, good. artsy fartsy. I like it. Hey, you know what? He's done all the work. He's getting a huge amount of financial aid, and so, he's going to have a good liberal arts education like I have. Yeah, yeah, in the cold. But oh my god, <laughs> uh, when I was in law school in Milwaukee. Uh, one of my friends was, a, we still, we still, but one of my friends when I was in law school was a Jamaican. And oh, he came from uh, a, a, a school called like McAllister in uh, St. Paul, where he was did his undergrad before he went to, and he did his law school in Milwaukee. And I'm like, you're from Jamaica. What the, what the, what the heck, man? But you know, and, uh, the, the point behind the what the heck, man, was. Don't you get it? It's so cold here. It's exotic. It's not like all the beaches that I have down where I'm from. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's like where you're warm. Why would you, why on earth would you come here where it's negative 20? And so it was negative 20 and uh, it was February and me and I, it was my f the first book that I wrote when I was in law school. So it was like between my first and second year, uh, me, my publisher and my friend uh, all piled into a crappy car and uh, and then drove from Milwaukee to uh, St. Paul in like January, February. It was absolutely freezing and uh, I would not do it again nor recommend it. Well, you know, like you, like you said, that's exotic. If you're not from that, you don't mind that. It's not a... Yeah, yeah. Like for me, it's like, you know, oppressive. Like I can't believe it's still cold. I mean, it's 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 June. But uh, for him, it's like, wow, this is uh, you guys live so strange here. I can't believe these scarves that you have. That is something else. But you even with that, we still have our own like in areas uh, misconceptions. Like when I, I used to do jobs in Montana and Wyoming, cowboy country. And I thought cowboys got up at three o'clock in the morning and poke cows and shit. You know, most people don't get up until like ten o'clock. Wait, there. cowboys don't get up until ten? Uh, don't they like milk the cows? There's a lack of time frame. Like the the world, flyover states have their own culture, but it's not still island time. Island time, yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely. No, a thing. no, no. Over in the Midwest, we have German time. German time tends to like happen ten minutes before it's scheduled to happen. Oh shit! So you guys. Oh yeah. If you're if you're five minutes early, you're technically late. You got that Nostradamus time. Uh, it's it's bad. It's uh, we have uh, we have the German engineering and also the Catholic guilt and and lots of lots of Midwestern judgment. Hey, so uh, uh, we got a good half hour in. I, I, I still have some shit to do, but uh, um, that's, that's one of the things though with the cannabis legalization news of the summer, especially as it's getting into an election year. There just ain't going to be as much. You know what I'm saying? I I think there's always stuff. It's just. Um, it's a matter of like, it's not a lot of good news. That's the hardest part about what I yeah. do. I mean, you being in the law and stuff, you're doing business. You're you're just trying to help negotiate money. Me, uh, people ping me with like the the article or the gentleman who passed away. You know, it's a for me. I'm always seeing these articles about someone getting locked up, someone dying behind bars, or someone being denied their medicine, or someone being fired. I mean, there's always yeah. something. It's just never fucking good. Well, that's true. I mean, like when you see those types of articles, but that's that social equity component that is oh so important right now when it comes to cannabis legalization. And it looks like 
when you're doing it under a, a legislative rubric, because it's not like we can put uh, cannabis legalization on the ballot in Congress like you can in Florida, uh, you have to change it legislatively. And a way to do that really is through the work that you're doing, because you're exposing all the problems that the cannabis laws have done to people. And it's not just I mean, it, it's lives. I mean, you are just out there ruining lives. Meanwhile, you got people like me that are you know, helping manage the green rush and get the state open for business so that we can actually have an industry that's not underwater and by underwater, not under the table. And it's all in cash and, and tax free and gosh knows what's in the plant. Uh, but man, I well, can't you know, believe it's going to take that long. I mean, yeah, but you know, we've come so much further than when you started with that first book and to top it off, um, you know, I, the frustration I have, too, is like you see these protests like in Hong Kong and in uh, uh, Moscow and Puerto Rico where thousands of people come out. The only time and last time we, we had that kind of organization here in America was a goddamn pussy march. Oh, man, that's true. And that didn't do anything. That, that, that pussy grabber still in the Oval Office. I'm just saying there's got to be more outrage focused on one thing. I just I feel in America we're kind of complacent because it's like, you know what? I got to take a day off to get mad about this situation or I have to uh, or even to vote. And you got to take a day off to vote. Yeah, I think they've really trivialized uh, cannabis to begin with. I mean, they're like, well, you're going to be outraged about cannabis. I can't believe it. I mean, how good is your life? I mean, not like it's yeah. that bad. They, they just trivialize it. And then and then to top it off, the the trivialization gets muddled with like, well, why are you worried about legalization when we have uh, Iran and uh, Israel and, you know, other places I don't give a fuck about. Right. Right. And it, it's like, well, because that guy just died in prison. And like, meanwhile, you're making that guy over there rich and he's not paying any taxes and he's going to be wanting to protect that with lethal divorce. And yeah. no, none of these people can have a job and they clearly, clearly have a job when you could have, like the stuff that GTI is doing is amazing with the genetics and the high quality. Cannabis has never been better than it is right now, and it's just going to get better because it's becoming more and more lawful to work with the plant. That and yeah, I mean the, the whole science and our understanding of this plant is definitely evolving tenfold. But you just wish sometimes the outrage would be just as much for those that are being you they know trivialize you, man. It's yeah. because like when they when I tell people like I'm a cannabis lawyer, they're like. What? And I'm like, yeah, man, I, I tell people how to sell weed lube gin. And, uh, and it's just the freaking idiot chamber of commerce in the city. Uh, like they have this this other law firm that's, you know, for the employer side. And then the title to it is like, you know, sorting through the haze or something. It's always a glib, the deprecative, uh, yeah. deprecative uh, type of, uh, you know, pun that they use in the titles of all these things that they put on. You know, the, usually the, the headlines reporting on marijuana coverage are joke headlines, trivializing the issue itself. So as you have to fight against that particular stigma, which is pervasive, and then you have other people, a lot of people, they just don't want to get in trouble. I mean, the, there's a reason why the Milgram experiment is should terrify all of us that we know that two thirds of us are Nazis and we're just walking around out there. No, it's a, it's the a Milgram study. What's that? The Milgram study. No, what is that? Yeah, yeah, check that out. We'll talk about that in another episode of Cannabis Legalization News. If you got to take off and get back to work, I can take off and get back to work myself. And everybody can look at, we'll give some homework. We're, we're a podcast that gives homework. 
<laughs> no, I'm on it. All right, yeah, the Milgram study and why two thirds of us are Nazis and we're all walking around out there responding to authority until we kill someone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, it's, but it's, 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 just, I mean, it's one of those studies that's been confirmed and confirmed and confirmed, provided that you have enough authority telling you to hurt somebody, you'll do it. Just following orders. You know, there's so much crap out there, dude. You need, I'm gonna give you one to look up. Look up this one movie called Three Identical Strangers. Three Identical Strangers. More homework. Uh, right. just, just to show the uh, um, the pervasiveness of uh, how our America can be. Ah, crap. Or or whatever. You know, just not right. <laughs> just not right. And that is the way to end our 1,000th episode. Not 1,000th episode. We'll only be doing this for six months. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's our uh, 1,000 subscribers special. Uh, we got into Milgram experiments and then this this three identical strangers that I'll have to look into. But you know that's why they tune in, and we're so thrilled to have them. I'm going to have to start filming uh, more of the informal videos because uh, I, I have to weaken in Chicago now, which is crazy. Uh, but uh, so I'm going to figure out where I'm going to be filming the the actual uh, stuff that I do. Like because there's a lot of substantive things that I have to get going on with the actual bill itself and how you put these things together and how much they cost, and then I have to get over that hurdle and that hurdle. But it's great. I mean, like they're informative, and then you're actually helping people break the stigma. So the more that yeah. we can tell, the more that you can help these people get out of prison. That's it. Until next time. Two weeks, I got head fest. Oh my gosh, we're gonna, I, that was the thing. I was really worried that we weren't gonna be able to hit a thousand subscribers and do a live feed at Hemp Fest. And now I'm kind of worried that like right there, you guys can't see it on, on the internet, but like from the broadcast booth here, it says Hangout Live is on the air. Hangout is going away August 1st. So that's that's tomorrow. So fortunately, we were able to have this episode. Next episode, we're going to be on all different pipes. I'll figure it out. All right. See you guys next time.